Hi, you're listening to Delusional Optimism with Dr. B, where we explore human resiliency and learn how people thrive even after adversity. We break down the complexities of the human brain so concepts are simple and relatable. It's fun and empowering to understand how your earliest experiences influence your relationships today. What makes you tick? Dr. B is a speaker, trainer, and consultant who understands emotions and human development from the inside out. Let's dive into today's episode. Here's Dr. B. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the tagline, leave a life print. If you're interested in furthering this conversation, please email me at contact at drbconnections.com. Or if you just want to know more about me, go to my website at www.drbconnections.com. Now, let's get started. Today's episode is about the tagline, Leave a Life Print. My business is called Dr. B's Leave a Life Print, Inc., and it's a training, consulting, business, and I've used this phrase for well over a decade now, Leave a Life Print, and here's what it means. This is sort of the the depth behind that, that phrase. It means that what you do in all of your actions and conversations in life leave a life print and they have the potential for being positive or negative. And a lot of times they're just fairly neutral, but we don't give a whole lot of thought to our life print along the way. You know, people think about death and dying and what they left behind or what they leave behind. But we don't really teach people to think about their legacy or their life prints along the journey, the journey of life. And so I think I've talked about this before in an episode where I was in a car accident when I was 26. So I had that sort of moment of reality, mortality where I thought, oh my gosh, I really could die. Then later in life, not much later, but a little bit later than that, I also had a cancer scare. So I also had a mortality reality event again. So I guess that probably really planted the seed for me that life prints are like fingerprints. And I'm a baby person. So I my training and education really revolves a lot around understanding infant development and parent-infant relationships or parent-child relationships. And what we know about children, and especially infants, are that they don't really have a... They don't necessarily remember events and relationships the same way adults do. And so the relationships that we have with infants are kind of like I like to say fingerprints, you know, we leave our fingerprints all over the place, but nobody ever really sees your fingerprints unless somebody goes looking for them. If somebody goes looking for their for your fingerprints, then they probably can find them. But unless that happens, they're invisible to the naked eye. And so what does that mean? That means that everything we do, when we talk to people, when we hold infants, 
in our care, when we take our actions very seriously about what we're doing, then we leave behind fingerprints. And those fingerprints really are our life prints. So what I want people to think about is being conscious of the life prints that you leave behind. Be conscious of the life prints that you you leave behind and be active about those life prints that you leave behind or those fingerprints. Life prints, fingerprints, whatever we want to call them, take a long time to appear sometimes. We don't get to see the fruition of our work or our impact until years and years and years later. So, but that's okay. That's that's really the way the world is supposed to be. Sometimes we never even know that we left a life print on somebody else's life. And that's something else I want people to really think about is you don't have to know how you impact somebody else. What's important to know is that you do with your life things that impact other people's lives in a loving, caring, kind, and contributive way. And so that's really, I, I, won't, I don't want to call it the problem of life prints, but it is sort of the, the secret of life prints are that they are invisible until they're not. And, and it takes looking for them very conscientiously, and it also takes the, the ability to just accept that you may not ever know that you left a mark on somebody's life in a positive way, and that that's okay too, that it's, that it's okay, that we do little things all the time that are important to the trajectory of a better humanity, and that it's important to not ever think of the things that you do as meaningless or too small of a gesture because one tiny, tiny gesture can be transformed into somebody changing somebody's life forever. And so it's okay not to know. All right, so let me tell you a little bit of a personal story about that because I was actually thinking about this yesterday and then all of a sudden I got, I got hit up for to do a podcast on the phrase, leave a life print. What does that mean? And I had been thinking about my trip to Kenya. I went to Nairobi, Kenya to learn more about extreme poverty, which means living on less than $1 a day, a a little over a year ago, a year ago this past July. And on that trip, I met a woman named Josephine. And I had no idea that she even existed before I went to Nairobi. I had no intention of really doing anything other than learning about extreme poverty and a school there and just really taking in my experience. But this person really had an impact on me because she, well, for one, she has a bachelor's degree in early childhood education and I have my master's in early childhood education and she just seemed very wise and kind and the work she was doing felt really familiar. So maybe just being in an unfamiliar place, she felt really familiar to me. And and she took care of me sort of in a way in on my trip because 
that's just what, that's just how Kenyans are. They're very loving. And she took me on home visits and taught me about how education happens in uh, the third largest slum in Nairobi, where many children are orphans. And the rest of the children who live there live in dire, dire poverty. And so that experience was amazing. So let me just start with this. Go go find experiences that transform your life. That was one for me. <clears throat> I'm just picking this as a as a as a life print because it I think what I was thinking to myself the other day or last night was how weird it is that I've met this one single person all the way across the world in a completely unlikely, unexpected way, and that her family has left a life print on my family, and my family has now left a life print on her family. And what will those relationships, you know, a hundred years from now look like? That's really what I was thinking about was, wow, I met Josephine on a fluky trip to Africa, And now my granddaughter knows her son, her sister knows my son, my daughter, like all of our family members have Zoomed and been friends. I know her mom. And what will all these relationships, especially because we're so tech friendly and savvy these days and getting more so all the time, that these young children or these young people, I'm not going to live forever, but the people in Josephine's family and the people in my family will continue these relationships. And that legacy, that is a life print that I started because of my trip. And so I'm proud of that. Josephine now is a student at the California State University Fresno studying her master's degree in early childhood education. She's doing it virtually because we live in COVID. But you know, it, it's just so interesting how things unfolded. And now she has new friends in the United States and and those same friends now have friends in Kenya. And it's, inter- it's just amazing how people come together. And that is, again, what life prints are all about. We won't know, and I said this to Josephine maybe a week ago, and she sent me a little teary cry emoji back on WhatsApp. But I said, you know, she said to me, I'll never be able to repay you for, you know, what you've done for me. And I don't think of what I've done for her. Like, if she hadn't been, she was as much a part of it as I was. She doesn't owe me anything. I'm thrilled to death to find her and help her to study early childhood education because it's her passion and we need people like her in the field. And so it's it's a it's as big a gift to me as it is to her. But I said, Josephine, you don't ever have to pay me back because you're gonna pay it forward. You know, the saying pay it forward is like, I'm gonna be long, long, long gone. And there's gonna be fruit from this relationship and experience that come down the pike that I will never get the chance to know. But that's okay. I don't I am okay with that. Because I wish that every single person in the United States or every single person in whatever country 
could just handpick one other person who lived in a totally different world than they do and figure out some way to be part of each other's lives. Because that's the beginning of leaving a life print. But at the same time, you don't have to actually reach all the way across the world. You can leave a life print as simply as helping somebody get something off the shelf in a grocery store because they're not tall enough to reach it. We don't often think about little tiny things that we do that send the message to other people that we care. And when we send the message to other people that we care, then that builds, and we're going to shift into, builds resiliency. Because it what it does is, hello, remember delusional optimism uh, and Resiliency is the ability to overcome adversity. So when we do something kind or help somebody who needs help in the moment that they need it, then we're feeding their resiliency. And at the same time we're doing that, we feed our own resiliency and our own need to be helpers and to feel good about ourselves. So in a lot of ways, it works both ways. We're, when we help people, it feels good for us. It feels, you know, altruism, which is the feeling good of by helping somebody else, is healthy and it does feel good. But altruism also helps somebody else. Like that is the entire point of it. So that's why leaving a life print is so important is it fuels the resiliency of people on both sides of the coin it's not a one-way street it's not charity it's not it's not a gift it's an exchange it's a personal exchange of caring really and again the part that people often struggle with is the unknown we live in a world where most of the things that we invest in, we get to see the consequences of. We have children, they grow up, we see that, we know what that feels like. We invest in somebody to go to college and then they graduate from college and we see our investment again come to fruition. But we don't often encourage people to invest in things long-term and resiliency is one of those things. You have to invest in resiliency for generations. You can't just invest in resiliency for, you know, a few weeks or a year or even five years. Resiliency is something that is built across the lifespan and primarily in early childhood and infancy. So by the time people decide to invest in resiliency in young children, it's going to take their lifetime for them to grow up and reveal the resiliency that they have based on the investments and the research and the time that we took initially to make sure that it was embedded in our infrastructure of our or in the infrastructure of our society. I hope that makes sense. It's a little confusing, but I think what we often don't do, and I find myself talking about all the time in, in terms of resiliency, I hear people say, 
we need to give people resilience or we need to teach people resilience. That's not how resilience works, folks. I am so sorry to tell you. Granted, healing can happen in adulthood. However, if there is too much trauma in early childhood and childhood and infancy and life, then building resiliency sometimes is not an option. It's not, which is why we have addiction to nicotine, alcohol, high, high levels of depression for people with with trauma and all sorts of other social determinants of health that are impacted by trauma. You can't just fix them by saying, oh, let's come over here and take a class in resiliency. And that's the way resilience is being, I feel like misused in our society right now today is that we're not valuing or appreciating the depth that is needed in order to build a resilient society. It requires investing in the long term and in your own life print because you may or may not. It's very unlikely that you're going to see all the rewards of that investment if it's done right because it's a long game it's resilience is not a short game so people love to see their own investments pay off but when we're talking about young children in early childhood and building resilience you're not going to see it pay off you invest because it's the right thing to do and it's a good thing to do long term. It's a gift that you're giving to the future generations. All right, so we're going to talk about some takeaways now around the tagline, leave a life print. And you don't leave this world with any possessions. You know, we leave with our soul. We don't even take our body behind. I mean, take our bodies with us. And so do we need to acquire lots of possessions or lots of money to leave behind. You know, people feel that way. They want to leave stuff behind for their heirs. But in the grand scheme of things, that's not really what a life print is. Remember, a life print is invisible until we really go looking for it. And so we have predictive brains And we have connected brains. So prediction and connection are are really important in terms of how our neurobiology work. And it feels good when we predict something and we're right. That that feels like that gives us a, a neurochemical reward. But the thing that happens sometimes is that we get we reward ourselves with things. And so you still get that same reward feeling. But what is important to think about in terms of leaving life prints are that we want to have the emotional connected reward that feel good because we did something right, that that's the emotional connected reward that we want triggered in our brain, not so much the reward that's triggered because we got something new because research has shown that, you know, you get something new and as soon as you have it, 
you're almost immediately over it and looking to the next thing that you can get to replace it to feel better. That's how our body and our mind work in in terms of rewards. And so instead of seeking out things, learning how to think in ways that are connected emotionally fuels the life print way of thinking. So we're making connections all the time, all the time. So own those life prints yourself. Start to do it purposefully. You know, I've heard a lot of people during COVID-19 in particular thinking about ways they can impact and help other people. And I believe that people do that because it does feel good. And as a takeaway, you know, when somebody pays it, pays for the food behind somebody in a drive through line or a Starbucks line or whatever, that can be <clears throat> one of those ways that you leave a life print. You don't know those people. You're never going to see those people. In fact, they're behind you, so they're not even going to be able to say thank you to you because they're behind you and you're going to be gone. But the brain does give us an emotional boost by doing something nice for someone else. And especially when it's anonymous. One of the things in the research that shows around death and dying is that when people are on their deathbed, they say, you know, do you have any regrets or what are your wishes? You know, that are you happy with how you lived out your life? And what people always say, always say, I wish I'd worked less. I wish I'd spent more time with the people that I love. I didn't need to work and earn as much money or acquire as much wealth or possessions. But it was really the important thing for for people was the relationships that they had with their children, their grandchildren, their friends, their family, their communities, and the work that they did to build a better world. And so we can learn a lot from that as a takeaway that there's an immediate boost of adrenaline that we get when we make money or get something, acquire something that we want, but we're over it as fast as that happens. So training our brain to engage in the life prints and the connections is where the resiliency begins and really ends because that's where we need to invest and we invest in the long term you probably will never see the results or maybe you'll see some of the results a little results along the way but you know the the traction that resiliency gets can be carried on for generation after generation after generation so it is a life print. It changes the trajectory of somebody's life, and then they carry it on through the next generation's life. So it's really pretty cool. That's the meaning behind leave a life print. So with that, I want to say goodbye for now, and go leave a life print. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. I appreciate the opportunity to connect with you. If you're interested in booking a training, I'd love to hear from you. You can reach me at my website, Dr. B Connections. There's a big button that says, book a training with Dr. B. It's that easy. 
If this show has been beneficial for you, please share it with your friends and family. Spreading the word about the show helps us grow our audience and helps continue to change the world together. Again, thanks so much for listening to Delusional Optimism. Now, go leave a life friend.